Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is the show where we talk about the CW's Riverdale after dark. It's been a while, too long since we last saw you, or rather, when you last heard us. But now Riverdale is back. Would it surprise you to know that we've been watching the whole time, each in our (laughs) own separate black hoods? Because everyone gets a black hood these days. You get a black hood, and you get a black hood. Oprah 2020. I wish you enjoyed any aspect of this, including being around us. So anyway... uh, What if we did the whole episode (laughs) like this? What would you think, Pete? I would murder you both. Yes, guys, Riverdale is back. On, it's very exciting, and we're excited to be talking about it as well. The episode is called The Blackboard Jungle. It just broadcast. We're, there's a lot to unpack in this episode. Blackboard ah. Jungle School. Oh, uh, I just got that. There we that's go. That's so smart. You thought it was a jungle made out of blackboards. Yeah, because that would be that's great for writing uh, like stuff down. Yeah, like... Bananas up there. Erasable stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, I have that blackboard paint, so I was like, of course, you can paint anything blackboard. Right, and then once you eat the bananas, you can erase it because bananas not up there anymore. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. This is, this is fun. That's the cycle. Fun. We should talk about the episode. I don't think though, so. Right? Let's do a quick recap to get people caught up because it's been a big long break since the last episode big of the show. Long break. Uh, there's actually not a lot I think you really need to know. Uh, you probably need to know that Archie and Veronica are together, except when they were on a break. And, Shit, classic uh, Friends yeah, episode. It was great Friends episode. And uh, Archie kissed Betty while they were on that break. Of course, this was calm. Uh, by a little bit of stress because they're tracking down a killer named the Black Hood who's terrorizing Riverdale. There's nothing wrong wrong with a stress kiss. No, absolutely. There's there's a lot of things wrong with the stress kiss. Guys, you know that every time before we do our live show, I get stressed out. I kiss you guys. Uh, And that's how it works. And we we don't talk about it, and it's totally fun. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. we never talk about it. It's pretty cool. Also, Jughead is going to the Southside School. He has taken over fully the Southside Serpents. He's evil dark Jughead now. Yeah, Uh, He is not together with Betty. That's probably important to emphasize because they've been together for a good chunk of the show. Uh, and the other weird bit that uh, we'll see if we get to later, I think we will, is that uh, Cheryl Blossom discovered her mom kissing Santa Claus downstairs, which we talked about was a super weird moment. We found out what was going on with that this episode. I think uh, that's everything you need to know, right? Yep. Uh, I think, did you cover Veronica in oh, the yes, lodges? right. We should also talk about oh, yeah, Veronica's. Veronica is all in. Hashtag all in. Justice League hitting theater soon. Uh, <laughs> With her oh, we parents. should pop in on that hashtag and see how it's doing. <laughs> but actually, I think hashtag Pete the Poodle is uh, risen oh, above fuck it. Fuck you. Because Pete dresses a human sexual poodle. Nope. Oh, it's funny. Not. I actually uh, never listened that far into the Preacher podcast, but I'd always listen to the beginning and the end, and I'd be like, I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Pete, just like in the television show we, Preacher, we, uh, uh, we, don't need, we don't have time, so let's talk about this spent episode. Spent a number of years of his life living as a, like hey, an underground talk. sexual dog. Let's talk about the episode. Pete the Poodle. Hashtag Pete the Poodle. <laughs> uh, so I think we can get into talking about the episode. Thank uh, you. Pete, you seem pretty anxious to talk about things, a little stressed out, if you will. Yeah. Kiss, 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 kiss. Get yeah. off me. Um, so the uh, Cheryl has a kind of a sit down with her mom at the beginning of this episode. It's crazy to me that so Cheryl and talks to her mom and Cheryl's mom's like, they're all just down with her being uh, a sex worker. She is like, yeah, she well, is, she's proud of it. She's like, yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. this is okay. So we're jumping around a little bit in the storyline. Uh, Cheryl, as usual, is kind of side to everything that's going on. She gets a little into it uh, when we find out that Southside School is going to be shut down and the Southside yeah. students are going to end up going to Riverdale High. As a jerk, she's pretty upset about that, so we'll get back to that in a moment. But yeah, as you mentioned, his, uh, her mother is a courtesan. Yeah. Yeah. And what's they awesome dress is, it up and make it sound nice, but uh, she's fucking. Yeah. <laughs> she, what's great is she knows how much it's upsetting Cheryl, and she's loving that. Yeah. How would you feel about that if your mom did that? Oh, I'm not... I'm not saying I wouldn't. Uh, no, feel no, I'm like, not saying it, accus- it came out accusatory, yeah, but I was but, actually honestly wondering. He's but, a, uh, Alex is about to reveal a big surprise about your family. <laughs> but it was one of those. That'd things be crazy. Where, like, well, let's say your mom had some sort of website up and charged two hundred dollars uh, for an hour. Let's not and say that's like free high end in Rochester. That yeah, would be, that's a lot of garbage plates right there. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, anyways, but that has nothing to do with. The, do you guys want to keep doing this and both get punched in the face, or do you want to continue <laughs> with the episode? All I'm saying is go to. 
thesexygarbageplate.com. Just see what happens. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great prostitution name. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Cheryl is like the Forrest Gump of this show. She shows up in weird places and somehow uh, affects things. The Forrest things. Gump? Yeah, she shows up in these places and affects things in small but uh, big ways. Sure, that's true. She, she actually, she, I, I think I was being a little unfair because she is pretty important to the plot of this episode. Yeah, to I love show. Uh, she ends up driving a lot of the stuff that happens with Archie and other folks. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I want to see her... I, I don't know if this is exactly right, but I kind of want to see her get something that isn't just kind of side to the plot driving the other characters. Like, the thing with her mom is so off-the-wall, weird, coming out of nowhere. Oh, you mean just, like, everything in this episode? Yes, absolutely. That I, I almost want to see, like... I don't know. I mean, she doesn't have to date one of the main characters, but I feel like that's a way of actually bringing her into the circle that's not happening right well, now. I do think, like, I'd like to see... What I love about Cheryl's character is that she toggles back and forth between, like, earnest emotion and yep. true evil insanity. Yeah, like so mean I, girl's evil. Yeah, so I like I want to see the toggle back to earnestness for a while and see yeah. her have a relationship um, that she, like, cares about. Like, that she's the one character that we don't have the melodramatic inside track on and that's what I feel like we're missing yeah uh, should we take a little bit of a step back and talk about the south side school being integrated with yes. Riverdale High I actually feel like this episode might be a good one to just like cover everyone separately because everything is so crazy and separate yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah so the south side shows up they get out of the school yeah. uh, Jughead's working on his typewriter plinking out some like cool shit Tony yeah, Jopaz in full effect absolutely yeah. I really like Tony Jopaz a lot this episode I think I'm happy I know the Southside Serpents aren't happy, but I'm happy they got rid of this whole two high schools thing because it's yeah, so much more fun to see everybody together. That yeah. other high school is very shady. They had cannibals there. So I'm that so happy not that they did not not have cannibals there. You can't there. eat people in high they school. They didn't eat people. Yeah. And also, did. you can eat people in high school. That's the one time you can. Yeah, no, you can't. That's the reason. Why- that's it's called the garbage plate. Yeah. <laughs> the reason they shut down the school was they were uh, Jughead is someone's like yeah because they were making meth in the basement. And Jughead's like it was just jingle jangle. Yeah, <laughs> which I was like, uh, isn't that the meth of yeah. Riverdale? I mean, also whatever it's drugs and it <laughs> yeah. burnt down the school or whatever yeah. happened. So calm down, dude. Uh, speaking of which, this is actually a thing that we didn't talk about uh, so over the break. But Trader Joe's released jingle jangle. Did you guys see that? I did not. What? Yes, Trader Joe's released oh, jingle sorry. jangle. Is this Trader? Joe's or Traitor Joe's, the uh, uh, off the black market. I, uh, feel, I feel a little betrayed by it, but it's Traitor Joe's. Uh, nice. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, but it was are you a, talking about just pixie sticks are available in stores. Is that what you're saying? No, it was uh, it was a tin, and it's filled with like chocolate pretzels and like M and M's and marshmallows and stuff. It's like a holiday mix. They call the holidays jingle. have been over for a while. You're eating garbage, <laughs> just like Pete's hey, mom. Hey, <laughs> oh. All right, dude. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to put up with any more of that. I know. You're laughing, so I know uh, it's still fun for you. Nope. <laughs> anyway, um, so, yes, Southside, in back into the Riverdale, Riverdale yeah. High. Should we talk about Jughead's plot arc a little yes. bit? Because yeah. this is... Don't ask him to take off his jacket. He's not going to stand for it. No, he absolutely isn't. He must have a stain on his shirt. (laughs) That's probably it. Um, 
I mean, I guess we knew from the fact that Jughead cut off a piece of a woman's arm when we left him off at the end of the last yeah. episode that he'd be way more hardcore and different. But I still was pretty surprised about what was going on with him this episode. I totally agree. He is like a villain in this in yeah. this episode. He is definitely a villain, and it's crazy to see him just continuing this path. Uh, he, he's like serpents don't take off their skins. And his dad's like, "Yo, dude, it's a jacket." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and his dad is like the most hardcore serpent. So, in yeah. that dad jughead sit down, that was exciting because I was like, "Oh shit! Oh, now you're gonna get a jughead." Yeah, he was like, care. "Cool out." So, over the course of the episode, Jughead, as we mentioned, gets super upset about them having to take off their jackets. The folks at Riverdale High are not happy because they have a gang of miscreants are traipsing all over school and putting their logo on the Riverdale lo- High logo and other things like that. Yeah. Uh, and eventually, uh, Veronica, salt of the earth, decides, you know what, I'm going to give the servants <laughs> yeah. a makeover and put them in letter jerseys and stuff, which... Was pretty hilarious. I yeah. mean, yeah. It, it was kind of fun but, to see Tony Topaz and all the other characters in these very preppy looking outfits. It's so weird and misguided on her part. Yeah, and also but, it's weird with Cheryl because Cheryl's like, "Hey, Archie, stop Veronica from redressing the serpents. I don't want to wear those sweat." And it was like, "What is this story? Yeah, what, what is going on with this <laughs> story?" I did, and like, also that everybody in the serpents was like, "All right, yeah. no." But that's the thing. I thought it was. Pretty cool when they were like, well, honestly, who gives a shit? This is a much nicer school yeah. that's not running around with a bunch of cannibals. So they, they were happy to get out cannibals of that cannibals situation. Not, not a thing. So, but I thought it was cool where it was like, yeah, I don't care as long as we're this school is better. It is I definitely thought it was better. Smart. Yeah. I, I agree with you as well, and, and the way they, that this wrapped up is that Jughead started what seemed on the surface to be like a Dungeons and Dragons club, because yeah. everybody, including Principal Weatherby, is a bunch of stupid fucking idiots. We're like, oh yeah, the Southside Serpents are all going to sign up for something called the Serpents and Murder It's Co- called Swords and Serpents, and it somehow fooled this administration. <laughs> Jughead's like, we can just chill here during school playing D&D. It's like, Something what? is wrong. We got to talk about something is wrong with Principal Weatherby. Because do you remember back in the first half of the season, specifically when it comes to after-school clubs, because of the first half of the season, Archie was like, hey, I want to start this vigilante group called the Red Circle. What do you think? And Prince of Weatherby is like, this is a great idea. And then when they started beating people up and painting red circles, everybody was like, oh, wait a second. And he's going through the same thing again. Well, he let me just say- likes when people get together. And try to form clubs. He doesn't care what, you know, he's just, yeah. he doesn't ask questions. He's like, sure, dude. It looks good on a college application, yeah, being does. a member of a shirtless gang. Uh, well, uh, there are two ways to take it. Well, first off, the Weatherby in the comics, not the smartest guy. Sure. She's sort of dumb and foolish. Um, so maybe they're honoring that. Or you could argue it's a comment on the socioeconomic differences between uh, the Serpent and the Red Circle and how Archie's like the good boy from a good family, so he's allowed to do whatever the fuck he wants. And uh, Jughead from the South Side is not allowed to have a gang in the school. Would you say so? Archie is like a good boy from a good family and Jughead is a poor boy from a poor family? That's what uh, the narrative is. Yeah. Well, uh, but... Should you spare him his life from this monstrosity? <laughs> uh, I mean, I would like to, but let's see how Weatherby uh, does it. Galileo. Yeah. yeah, I just, I mean, it seems like the principal doesn't care. As long as there's, you got a club, you got a gathering, he's like, he green lights. Yeah, he it. wants them to just have like their yeah. own little rhapsody. And so boom. at the end, Jughead reveals that this is, in fact, the Southside Serpents, even though it looks like a Dungeons and Dragons club, and they're going to operate from the center of Riverdale High. Um, 
What do you think is going to happen here? It still feels like Jughead is fringing out in a way and nobody else in the Serpents is really on board with him, including his dad. Is this going to go wrong for Jughead or is this going to go wrong for the school? Uh, I think it's going to go wrong for both. The school first, and I think Jughead's going to eventually, what he's been struggling with for a long time, going to have to make a choice. Uh, I would assume he's eventually going to protect Archie uh, once again. But um, Jughead is crazy different than the comics. It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we talked about this a little bit, I think, in the last episode, or maybe just generally in the first half of the season, but... Something has to happen with Jughead. He can't keep up like this for the rest of the series. And then by the end of the season, he's in jail because he's murdered a bunch of people. And then he is actually eating people and turning them into garbage plates or whatever. That's just not going to happen. That's uh, there's going to be a come to Jesus moment for Jughead. That would would be a cool twist. A come to Archie moment. Yeah. Uh, You want to talk Archie? That's the big one. Do we want to save that? Okay, let's save the last. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's talk about Veronica. What's going on with Veronica? Yeah. So Veronica's all like uh, super evil and like doing meetings with her parents and is okay with them and their shading dealings. All of a sudden, like she just doesn't have a moral compass. Here is the crazy thing about that, though. To me, is if anything, the lodges were the clearest moral compass in this entire episode. What the fuck are you talking about? What I'm talking about is they were like, "Hey, just make sure it's cool with the students when we." They're trying to help everybody and they're trying to keep things calm for Um, an evil reason. What is their evil reason? Because they don't want anybody pointing uh, like, hey, why is this school closing? Oh, why is all this cheap land and development going on over here? Yeah, but I didn't really get that from them. Like everybody else is freaking out and at the point of rumbling and the lodges are like, let's keep things calm. Let's get some jerseys for everybody. Just have them really yeah, chill out money. and help them. It's just, just shut up, guys. I Nobody look it. into what we're doing and what's going on. I agree with Pete. Uh, there's a meeting between the lodges and the mayor where yeah. they're getting ready to buy the land from the south side. So- school and build like i guess a bunch of hotel whatever the fuck they're building it better be cool yeah because like who's coming to this town to like stay you're and that's absolutely right like if it is a bunch of hotels or something are, are people going to be like oh right that's the town with multiple serial murders i think yeah. i'd like to stay there and winter and the only thing to do here is like have maple syrup like what is the attraction that they're drawing i don't know no, it's probably there they're is, probably gonna put it in a roller coaster to be fair it's a little bit like a cruise ship because there's and we know cruise there's ships. a club for teens that's open all hours of the day been there done yeah, that shit there's probably places to drop off the young kids. Yep. Uh, there's a seedy hotel where you can get gay hookers and which, do whatever you want to them. Which is the entire cruise ship. Yeah. Uh, that's, what, know. that's what happens on cruise ships. Yeah, don't I know? I think so. And beef on whack. <laughs> that's what got me sick on that cruise ship. <laughs> no way. I Pete ate two of those a day. I ate one every day. No, I was eating like five a day. Man. You were sneaking? Beef sandwiches? For those of you listening at home, we went on a Comic-Con on a cruise ship, and Pete (laughs) ate straight beef and drank vodka sodas for four days straight, and he's still alive. Yeah, and I ate it once, and I got violently ill. Oh, man. No constitution for it. I mean, this is the son of garbage plate. (laughs) (laughs) Of course he's going to be strong. Yeah. Um, That's actually what it... Never mind. I'm not even going to do it. Let's uh, jump into... So, well, I mean, there's more to talk about with Veronica when we get a little further along, but the lodges are... I feel like the villains of this back half of the season. Yep. Maybe, maybe not. I think we'll get to that in a moment as well. Yeah. Uh, I think they're definitely overarching villains, as we know, for the comics. Uh, but let's talk about Betty, because yeah. some banana stuff happens with Betty. And, and her sister. Some chick 
Sweet, I don't know. Yep, I, no. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't uh, know. <laughs> chick fill in. Uh, uh, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. So uh, Polly comes home and she's been with a cult and she had her twins and she's totally fine. I mean, in an episode <laughs> of It's True Insanity, uh, Betty's like, Polly, you're home? You had your twins? At your cult? And she's like, hi, oh, don't take my nightlight. Yeah. And it's like, what? what? That was a yeah. one scene? And then all of a sudden, like, yeah, one of the kids' name is Dagwood. Yeah. Wait, what? One, That's of the kids, what one of the kids' names was Dagwood. Wh- which kid? Oh, one of the their twins. twins. Well, he like sandwiches. No, they're named after trees. The other one's name is like Willow or something. Yeah, it was, um, it was crazy. After the character from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Uh, but yeah, that was just a crazy bomb to drop in the middle of it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Betty's Not reaction as one normally would do is, Oh, you guys, my parents are not upset about our sister joining a cult and having twins. You're actually upset about my missing brother, chick who I'm yeah. going to track down and find and just mention to you casually over the breast breakfast nook. Um, and also she, for a half day episode, she concealed, uh, from her mother, the birth of her grandchildren. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which is, I mean, I've we've all been there. Yeah, I like, don't even know what was going on with that or what Betty is thinking right now. Now, like, she's usually pretty straight up about the, these things. I yeah. don't know why she is being so weird about everything. Yeah, also, like, if your sister is in a cult, like, why are you okay with that and letting her leave? Like, you're fighting for all this other random shit that's not important, but like, your sister being in a cult and having the twins that you didn't see, they're not with her. They're just with a cult. Like, okay, bye. I want a nightlight. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, oh, let's go find a random brother. But, uh, you know, the sister's dead to me at this point. I yeah. will say the one thing that I really liked about that a lot is, and we'll see if this actually turns out to be true, but it felt like they were dropping in this random detail so that either later in the season or maybe even next season, they could get into crazy cult murders or something like that. Yeah. Because they've been, like we've talked about, they go through all of these different horror genre and thriller genre type things. To have them go into, like, Riverdale season three cult would be kind of insane. Awesome. Especially, like, if another character uh, joins the cult and then the gang has to infiltrate the cult uh, over the summer. Woo! Fun summer trip. Yeah. That's a great idea. That's so a great prediction. Betty does track down Chick Cooper, who is her brother, tells her mom. Her mom goes. They find out that he is a hooker. He's been. Well, I don't know about that. No, he, no fantasies. It, that could mean anything. He, he's just oh, living like in, you pay him 200 bucks and he's like, I'm going to make you a garbage plane. No, he, but didn't you see the video equipment? It could be something like, you know, like uh, he puts together like. You know, like reels of stuff of like, oh, oh yeah. okay. really act nice. out. Like, you want to be yes. a superhero? Get in front of the green screen and just. Oh right, make that's definitely what it is. You can be a superhero. Yeah, yeah, you you're right. Superhero. You're right, Pete. That's definitely what it was. Anyway, well, he's staying in the place called the Last Resort Hostel. It looks like a regular hotel. <laughs> uh, very strange to me. Yeah. So, uh, so chick who is making these on-demand videos. Uh, ends up in a tough position, probably with one of his clients who wanted like the fantasy package or whatever to yeah. you know put them, make them look like a knight fighting a dragon. And he's like, yeah. "Hey, I'm pretty upset." Game so of he uh, tries to cut check and they end up rescuing him but it turns out maybe he's also a crazy serial murderer or well, something that's the like thing. that like betty fell for that trap it was obvious that him and this guy were in on this and like, that was a fake stabbing yeah it was a total fake stabbing i mean those mm-hmm. two have been working together for years doing fantasy stuff so like 
the fact that Betty just rolls up and happens to catch them at the perfect time to save her brother, it was just like, oh, come on, Betty, you're smarter than this. As an experiment, with light, in light of your recent comments, in the, as an experiment, I think one episode we should just tape three separate podcasts of what we think this episode happened in this episode. See if they line up. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, tell because I'll tell you what, Pete, yours is going to be different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, I don't know. I did get a little bit of that vibe that the two dudes were working together. Yeah. No, I, I actually agree with that. I'm just saying the fantasy sweet shit you're talking about is great. <laughs> sure. I'm sure it's probably that, but I mean, we don't know. We don't just because it's in a seedy hotel. Way to give uh, Chick the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Chick Smith. So what do you think is going on with Chick at the end of the episode? Uh, I mean, they seemed to allude to the fact that he might be the Black Hood uh, or another Black Hood or whatever we're going to do with that, But which make would make a lot of sense because that person knew a lot about Betty. He would um, also be doing that. It's a little obvious for me that they would do that. So I guess we'll see. Uh, I'm super excited because I felt like we just... If we would have had two more seconds, Betty's going to wake up and she's going to be Dark Betty. And it's going to be Dark Betty versus this chick guy. And it's, oh, it's going to be a brother-sister fucking crazy fight. And it's going to be awesome. Really? You don't think Dark Betty will team up with Evil Chicklet? That could happen, but it's going to be a brother-sister fight off the beginning. I'm talking about, like, throwing each other out windows. It's going to be insane. What if Polly comes back with the twins... And Chick grabs the twins and he's holding the twins. What if they each have a twin and they're having like throwing the twins oh, at each other? It's like a pillow fight or a yeah. snowball fight. Pretty sweet. Sweet. Humans. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever done that? Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, I've been to the fantasy camp. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a weird fantasy to bring in. Green <laughs> Let's screen. talk about Archie. Uh, I love the beginning of the episode because Archie's dad's like, oh, hey, man, you got your guitar out? Whatever happened to your uh, gang? <laughs> uh, and Archie's like, yeah, I haven't played in a while. I wrote a bunch of songs because, you know, I caught a killer, so I have a lot of new inspiration. Like, this show does so much, like, papering over the mistakes and weirdness of yeah. the show by just being, like, calling it out so hard. Like, oh, hey, man, um, why do we live in a crazy town? And they're like, it's just the history. See you later. <laughs> uh, yes, you're right. It's, uh, But it's also, like... Uh, I was really upset by the fact that like somebody just walks up to Archie and is like, yeah, I work for the FBI. And Archie's like, okay. <laughs> like, what? Archie, what? Come on, man. No, Come that on. was definitely my favorite part of the oh, episode. It was driving me nuts. Yes. I was like, yeah. please ask this. I work for the FBI. Oh, what's your name? <laughs> uh, Franklin B.I. Yeah. 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 Franklin, bye-bye. Uh, yes. Yeah, that was ridiculous. That guy does not work for the FBI. No, absolutely not. I and mean, the fact no that, way. like, why? Why do you think an FBI agent has anything to do with what's going on in your shitty town? Dude? He looks like he works with the FBI in like a very hastily produced softcore pornography yeah. film. <laughs> he's probably working with Chick. Yeah, he's probably. probably working with he's Chick. one of those fantasies. He's, yes, it's it's. I mean, take it on the surface. Sure, maybe the FBI is looking into Lodge. There's a lot of insane stuff no happening way. in Riverdale that somebody beyond Chief Keller should probably be checking out or looking into at some point. Um, but th- you're absolutely right that Archie takes it on face value is insanity. Yeah. But for those of you who didn't see it, uh, when, in case you haven't gathered, the FBI, re- FBI quote unquote, recruits Archie to investigate the Lodges Terrible. because he's really connected with everything that's going on in the town. One of the things they're super interested in is Nikki St. Clair. What happened with him? Because there's a whole exchange of money. Nikki St. Clair disappeared. Oh, man, that he was, was in a hospital. Uh, and so Archie ends up investigating it. 
somewhat confusingly at the urging of Cheryl, who's sort of blackmailing him, but kind of not. Well, uh, Cheryl was was a funny moment where Cheryl got busted for using Archie like Veronica uses Archie. And it was kind of like this moment where the two of them were like, hey, you can't use my boyfriend like I use my boyfriend. That's fucked up. Yeah. So uh, to break it down that side of a little bit. Uh, the FBI guy, uh, I, I would rather have the FBI recruit like Mr. Magoo or like <laughs> a rock uh, than Archie. It makes more sense. But to get and uh, have a sit down with Nikki St. Clair and they needed cover for it. So he goes to Cheryl and says, let me get that money back that you burned up. And she's like, yes. He goes and does it, reveals to Archie that uh, that Nikki St. Clair went after Veronica. Uh, there's a weird confrontation uh, with that. Um and then uh, uh, Archie goes, punches him for, like, sort of no reason. Oh, uh, dude, come on. A lot of reasons that guy deserves to be punched, man. Yeah. I really yeah, wanted no. that drawn out more. Like, well, let's that's beat the thing, the shit again, that's guy. also crazy about, like, the FBI thing is he goes in, he gets riled up by Nikki St. Clair, he beats the shit out of Nikki St. Clair, and... The FBI guy's like, well, don't do that next time. No, he actually <laughs> says, Archie, when you get emotional, you make mistakes. And I got a reveal for you, bro. Archie just makes mistakes. <laughs> he doesn't also, have to be that's emotional. not a reasonable thing. The FBI, I don't know a lot about law enforcement, but I don't think the FBI is like, we allow you one beating up a witness. Yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah. I mean, that I would love that to be a running bit. Like, every time you just, like, sometimes Nick shows up and he just gets punched in the face. Yeah, I mean, that's that fine. Great. Kick the shit out of that guy yeah. as much as you want. Yeah. So Archie does uh, find out what was going on with Nikki St. Clair. He makes a deal. I keep feeling ridiculous talking about this as if this actually is an FBI guy because it so clearly isn't. But he makes a deal with the FBI to keep Veronica out of it uh, because he believes Veronica is innocent. And his Archie dad. Archie is wrong. Uh, and his dad. And and, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, where do we end up with Archie? Would we uh, say? Well, one he also seen... lies to Veronica about, like, yeah, Veronica's like, tell me the truth, something's going on with you. I'm like, yeah, tell about the fucking fake FBI agent, you dumbass. And instead, he reveals to Veronica that he kissed Betty <laughs> when they were the on fuck? a break. Why would you do that? We were on a break. Yeah, yeah, we were that's on a not break. How Ross that's a great that. Ross impression. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ross. But I do like that, that that sets up the Betty Veronica being at odds with each other in a nice way. I like the way they played that scene actually because Veronica's like, I trust you, but you can tell in her eyes. Yeah, she, she, she doesn't exactly down. trust. Yeah. We should probably talk before we wrap up. We should talk about the other big revealing episode that we teased earlier is that Archie tells the fake FBI agent that he does not believe the Black Hood was actually the janitor who they killed, <laughs> yeah. which is really unfortunate. Um, I think he's right, weirdly, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. So why don't we use that as a nice segue into the end of our episode. We'll ask two questions, starting with who is the Black Hood? Unless yes. we want to change it up, but I think that's still really the overarching mystery of the series right I now. do think that's where we're going to head at the end of this season. Um this makes me think now more that it might be back on Betty's father. Ooh. Why's that? Uh, because he, uh, I feel like they, he was one of the only people that could have been it as a main character for the first half of the season, but they sort of uh, used him in a way that was too obvious, I thought, and now he's back under the radar. I think he could end up being the reveal at the end of the season. Pete, what about you? Uh, I, yeah, I think it's a couple different people that take turns wearing the hood and one of uh, definitely libra- librarians in on it. 
Great. Uh, cool. Pete hates books. <laughs> so that's how we know. Uh, man, I don't know if there's any new evidence necessarily for this, episode. this episode. Just based on this episode, I'd say maybe the FBI agent or something mm-hmm. like that. That'd be crazy. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm going to still stick with my Chief Keller and Mr. Cooper are both hanging as the Black Hood at hanging, this point. Yep. But we'll see what happens. And before we wrap it up. Or do we want to do a real quick round? Who do we think the FBI guy is? Because we, we all think he's fake. Um, who do we think he is? Oh, I, oh think, I think he's Smithers with some serious surgery. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, Pete? Yeah, I was going to say he's de- uh, he's someone getting fucked over by the lodges or has been in the past. Just a wrong lodge, lodge fucker. Yeah. Maybe he's a member of the cult uh, that Polly's Ooh, in. Ooh, I like that. Betty or Veronica, Pete, this episode only. Betty or Veronica, which one? Betty all day. Er, day. Love me some bets. Great. No response, just like usual. <laughs> cool. I found, uh, I thought, specific, especially in this episode, Betty was, uh, we were inside her head for the first time dude, ever in the nice season. sit down with Jughead, dude. That was nice. Her actions don't make sense. We don't understand why she's doing things. I'm going with Veronica. She's got this edge she's now because she's a dude. criminal. She, she lies. Uh, she doesn't lie to Archie. She yeah, doesn't she lie does. to anybody, really. She's just up to something. I think eventually she's going to turn and be back on the side of the angels and uh, live that Archie life. Nice. I think it wasn't a great episode for both of them, but I do appreciate Veronica getting everybody some nice jerseys. So I'm going to go with Veronica for this episode. Yeah, dude. Material things. Yes. If you are ever in New York, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft. So please come on down. We'll talk about Riverdale and some other stuff. Also, if you want to support this show and other shows that we do, patreon.com slash comic book club. Pete, what do you want to plug? Front of us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at Comic Book Club Live.com for the podcasts and more. And remember, the garbage plate. Yo, don't. Dot com. No. Pete, don't get emotional. Whoa, when you get emotional, whoa. you make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs>